I ain't never been the loudest in the room The higher the volume, the more imminent the doom Don't play yourself, kid, play the system The US government, the largest walking contradiction Listen, if you wanna see impossible, then look at me My DNA is cut exquisitely from the best of sheets If I'm lying, I'm flying, and I'm ten toes solid On the same soil that my grandfather's was walking Know your history Welcome, friend, to Quantum Theory a podcast solely focused on amplifying Black and Indigenous voices. And that's facts. And that's true. And that's facts. Let's go get them. Hey, hey, hey. What up, what up, what up? Hey, hey. <laughs> hoodie gang today, look at us. Hoodie gang. I better throw mine on. <laughs> yeah, low-key, actually. That's the piece of New Yorker in me. We're just, we're constantly ready for hoodie season. <laughs> yes. I love a piece in New Yorker. Just uh, your accumulation of pieces, huh? <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, I got a freeze. You're still there, right? Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully you can see me. <laughs> oh, no. Your internet connection is unstable. Okay. Story of my life. Thank you. I'm like, don't read us now. Here we are just trying to converse with one another. You want to tell us how unstable we are. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you might need to clean that oh my one gosh. up in the editing room. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Again, our technical challenges just like wiping through just uh, add into the whole mix of the quantum theory progression as we go. It wouldn't be a normal episode without some sort of glitch. Right. (laughs) For sure. Which Actually, I've been like super grateful that the last few episodes, we've had really great internet connection with one another uh, where it hasn't caused like much of a challenge to converse. Surprisingly, yeah. (laughs) For real. (laughs) It just like (laughs) teaches you to be grateful for what you have in the moment. Exactly. Uh, (laughs) Because then the other times it's like, dang it, here we go. I mean, they, they keep us humble. The internet the internet universe keeps us humble. You know, it has to send us a glitch every now and then to remind us how blessed we are. Thank you, for <laughs> sure. Here we are actually living in the age of the Jetsons where, you know, you and I are seeing each other face to face. We're like, I don't know, like 1,500. How many miles apart are we? It's like just under 2,000 miles apart, maybe. It's a little over 2,000, I Oh, it's a little over. Okay, I my believe, bad. Get me together. But let me double check. Yeah, what throw it into a, into Google Maps or something. Nay. Uh, 2,094 <laughs> miles away. Dang. Yes. Okay. Okay. Well, Have you 2094. watched the Jetsons? Did you Not watch that forever. growing up? forever. I, I watched my it growing dad. up, though. My dad used to watch the Jetsons like all the time because we had like a little TV. We always had a TV at like dinner time. Not that okay. we like did not communicate with one another, but it was something was always on like in the background when we were yeah. eating and he would always put on the Jetsons. I'm like, these this old people's cartoons, like, can we put on something else? But it, I not mean, you being I over it. Rem- <laughs> I always remember you used to watch that. Oh my gosh, that's too good. My family had to actually make my seat turn away from the TV because I would just get in trouble for like sitting and watching TV (laughs) (laughs) during dinner. Yeah, so they had to like physically position me on the side of the table that didn't have the TV to make sure that I would actually get through the meal. Uh, What kind of shows did you watch growing up? I can't even like 
remember, remember back then. Actually, the one thing that stands out right now is The Simpsons. Like, my parents used to record those on a VHS, on a VHS. Uh, uh, recorder. Rec- they used to put them on VHS tapes. So we had, like, eight editions of Simpsons episodes recorded, like, each week. Uh, so, yeah, that, that is the one thing that stands out <laughs> that I can remember. Really? I never really watched cartoons. Although the only cartoons I would watch is I was really obsessed with Arthur. So that was Ooh, that's my guy. Okay. Like yes. I still I can still throw down some Arthur to this day. I love Arthur. <laughs> and then I used to watch um Cat Dog too. But those were like the oh. only two cartoons I used to okay. watch. Otherwise I was watching like all that and Keenan and Kel, Sister yes. Sister, Smart Guy, all of those shows. But I feel like the only reason I was so attracted to Arthur growing up was, like, I legit thought Arthur and everybody was black. Like, right? I thought Bugs, or I, Bugs Bunny, I, I thought Buster was, like, the dark white character. Like, he was just, like, you know what I mean? Like, oh, you is he, like, the rabbit-looking one? Yeah, because he, like, yeah. literally is white. So I thought yeah. he was, like, the only <laughs> white guy that was cool with all the black kids. Like, I literally yes. thought, like, Francine was black. <laughs> And, oh, um, for sure, without black, a doubt. All of them. And then I thought Muffy was just light-skinned. Like, Because <laughs> <laughs> she had the big hair. She all had the voluminous it. hair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I literally thought that everyone was black. Until I got older, I'm like, oh, they're all anteaters. <laughs> 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 I still refuse to believe that those characters are anything except black. That's oh, just for sure. And then Ziggy Marley does the opening to the show, so... Oh, I didn't realize. All the vibes, yes. Okay, okay. Well, I can see that for sure. I mean, I used to love Gerald on Hey Arnold, uh, you know, the black character there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I guess Skeeter, even though he was like a turquoise teal um, on Doug. Uh, oh, I forgot about <laughs> Doug, that bland show. But I used to watch it too every now and then when it came on. Right? That's so funny. Um, I was like, okay, so I guess, you know, him, uh, even though, yeah, he was like a turquoise, even though like, yeah, so Doug and Patty, they had like, you know, the regular skin tones. And then mm-hmm. Roger and Skeeter and everybody else had like Technicolor. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I guess he just assumed that they were other things, except I always thought Roger was white, even though he was a different color. Just because he like the way he dressed and the way he talked and the way he acted, I was like, uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> that <little> swirl in there. <laughs> Not these biases at like a very, very young age. Just like <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, I didn't I didn't think anything of it. Like I honestly I didn't even I mean, I didn't even know race that young. You know yeah, what I yeah. mean? I just assumed like, oh, these characters look like me, even though they're cartoons, but yeah. you know. It is. Well, I, I love this show. Yeah, for sure. In the case of like Francine and them, because yeah, they're little anteater brown bodies. Mm-hmm. Um, also, like the I don't know if there was an actual cartoon show yet. Uh, the books of like the the Bernstein Bears or the Bernstein Bears. Yeah, they did have the Bernstein Bears. Chloe used to watch that all the time. Oh, word? Like a baby. Okay. Yeah, so I used to watch that. Oh, and Franklin. Did you ever watch Franklin? Uh, oh no, I, I, I have to Franklin. Google that one. Hey, it's Franklin. Ew, <laughs> that was. Yeah. guy too yeah all these all these old shows i know yeah, nothing Chloe's about franklin like my sister she's nine years younger than me but she liked she watched the berenstein bears even though that's more i think probably mine and almost our parents depending how how far back it goes don't quote me on that i'm not positive it goes back that far but it, it's got um, some no time shade, on it for but, sure yeah and then chloe also did like the telly tubbies but the telly tubbies oh, i could that not was my figure little brother. out 
Yeah. I'm just like, something's not right with this. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know what my sister's going to grow up to be, but oh Teletubbies is not, is right. not, something, something's going on in there. <laughs> it was a lot. Well, then it was international too, right? Like it came over or like we yeah. just had like the American version of it. Um, yeah, dinky, I never dinky, understood that. Tipsy, mm. la la, po. I think those are the names. And then you got the creepy son that comes up, and it's this big uh, white baby, just like. And then they don't even have any language. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I could watch that. Oh my gosh, you just reminded me scary. of. Uh, hi there, face here. Uh, yeah, nah, do you remember face? <laughs> On face on like Nick, no, um, just like he was like the interludes on like Nick shows. Um, oh, it was literally like kind of like the Kool Aid dude. It was literally just a face on a color block. Uh, yeah, he was oh, like in between yeah. the shows. He goes, "Hi I there, face here." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, I remember that. I just remember wow. him because yeah, my little brother is nine years younger than me, and then my little sister's eleven years younger than me. So yeah, Gosh. that age gap it really brought me back into their like cartoon upgrowing or like yeah. you know up and coming stuff. I said nine years. I'm my bad. Eight years. We're only eight years oh. different. <laughs> Round Terrible up. math. Chloe's gonna check me on that when she listens to me. Like Michaela, you don't even know how young I am. (laughs) Oh my gosh! Now that's hilarious. Yes. Yeah. So you know, age of the Jetsons. Here we are talking to each other, literally Mm -hmm. face to face, sending each other audio files and whatnot over the interwebs, and then we're able to broadcast that to other people. which low-key all over the world, if you look at our stats. Yes. Um, I forgot what our other country was that was like a big hit. I think it was like Switzerland in it. Like- yeah. I told, I was telling my mom, I'm like, apparently we got listeners in Switzerland. So shout out to Switzerland. Right. Coming through. Snaps all throughout oh my this gosh. way. I appreciate yeah, for y'all. Sure. Last, you know- last place I would have expected, but I'm very grateful for y'all. I'm very, very grateful. I'm saying though, I was like, had I just like spun a globe in front of me and pointed my finger on the one country to make it stop, I would not have thought it was Switzerland yet. That's the place apparently. So mm-hmm. yeah, shout out to our <laughs> listeners over in Switzerland and you know, any others, uh, beyond the borders of <laughs> here. I don't know. I lost myself here in America. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, cause then I started to like get political in my mind. I was like, well, Kellen borders and boundaries. These are man-made constructs and this is colonialism. <laughs> you know, that <laughs> I be checking myself mid sentence on the inside y'all. Uh, and that's why I'd be losing myself here sometimes because I'm like, Ooh, do I really want to say that? And I'm like, just follow through. It'll be okay. I get that way too, to where it's like, all right, Michaela, calm down. Not, not, you don't have to be a radical twenty four seven. You know, you can turn it off a little bit. You know, sometimes. <laughs> the radical card, though, I'm like, the reactions out will get you sometimes. You talked about it last week with uh, just even like encountering negative. Uh, comments on your Instagram post. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, for me this week, I put up a clip of me actually editing that information or not that information, that episode. Uh, And it was like the very clip where I was talking about um, (laughs) something that was like Mm semi-controversial. And then just like off of that one clip, the amount of like messages and feedback that I got, I was like, dang, my bad, Uh, (laughs) y'all. Which, yeah. Here at Quantum Theory, I guess uh, it's the case. I don't know. Question mark at the end of my statement. I don't know. Don't listen to me. 
Wait, you got once you posted that clip, you got na- like negative comments <laughs> back. Or I wouldn't just questionable. say negative. Uh, well, then too, I guess that's the other thing too is I wonder about the sensitivities that are going on right now in like talking to and or about black indigenous people or black native people. Uh, Because some people that I follow, they talk about like, you know, these people were on my stuff and they were saying all these horrible things. Um, Yet, you know, at least on my platform, like for Trinell Original itself, you know, is mostly beadwork focused, mostly artwork focused. And then I'm just like, hey, I'm a black native, so I care about black native things because ofs, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, So maybe it's because like my content isn't necessarily fully geared to like radical and political things that my general audience doesn't feel like, you know, engaging in that way. Um, mm-hmm. Whereas like other people, when, you know, you kind of put it out more and more then you, that's where those other people come in. Um, not yeah. to call people trolls yet, you know, like especially but the outsiders, which we have had that. Like when we first launched uh, our quantum theory page, we actually did have a couple of people that were coming in and saying stuff where oh, it's just like, sure. you're literally just trying to like, Oh, it's when we were doing like our quotes, um, right mm-hmm. off the top, when we were doing like pull quotes from the show, uh, talking about some of the statements that we make here on the show. Yeah, it was those things that brought people into being like, well, blah, blah, blah. And it wasn't yeah. even like the most yet. Yeah, it's just like that tiny little bit. So I think for like my art page itself and like, you know, where I share my stuff, I just don't have that type of community around. So then, you know, people are more respectful um, however, you know, some of the people that I do follow and I do see where they their content is more geared towards, compl- you know, talking about these issues more and, and, and in a v- much more direct way than I do uh, that. Yeah, they they often get a different type of engagement than 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 I than me. Yeah. Than I. Yeah. I just I don't know. I don't I don't respect the trolls. It's like stay in your hole. I think if I see it on quantum theory, like if I see any name and I think I don't know if we did it the first few episodes at all, but I mean, I have no problem calling people out. So if you would if you would like to post a negative comment, please feel free to do so because you will get the attention that you are yearning to have on this show. Followed by the rest of the world's comments, including our our friends in Switzerland. You know, we're gonna give them, yes. we're gonna give them a little bit of a little bit of a neutrality. <laughs> they won't be neutral when it comes to quantum theory. They ride or die with us. No, please. <laughs> But just saying, if you want to open that gate up, we are more than happy to address you. Oh just my saying, gosh. at least I am. Yes. Um, but when it comes to like my other pages, so I have separate pages for everything that I do. Like I've realized all my beadwork followers, they just want to see straight beadwork. They don't care about me. <laughs> <laughs> I've posted myself maybe twice on my page and those likes ain't popping like my beadwork. They're just like, all right, what is this trash? <laughs> so I always separate my my content via pages. So <laughs> Gotcha. <laughs> I never post QTP hardly unless I'm tagged. Like my beadwork page is tagged. I'll share it on my page. Yeah. Just to kind of, you know, show people what we got going on and to obviously have them get curious and to tap into the QTP page. But otherwise I keep them separate because they don't care at all. What I, if, it, if it don't contain a needle, a thread and a bead, they can care less. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Uh, well, I mean, if anything too, that's like a mark of how well branded your work is. You know, you have, so. you know, you, you've got that, that is it niche or niche, you niche. know, I, niche. 
I hear it both ways, and then I just never know. And I'm almost like, you know, the niche niche. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that thing, you have that pocketed corner of people who, yes. you know, they know what they like. Because, uh, yeah, your branding is dope. You have it on point. My stuff is literally spaghetti on a wall. I will literally just throw whatever up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and that's what people get. Uh, so yeah. I really appreciate what you're able to do. Yeah, I do see how, like, the, the other side of that is, like, if it's not the thing that we're here looking for, don't give exactly. it to us. <laughs> yes. So that's why, I have my, like, my personal page, I'll post anything and everything. If I got an opinion, I'm going to go ahead and say it on there. Otherwise, I have to keep those boundaries so (laughs) i've learned that the hard way (laughs) that's too good no i mean i guess i do get that too yeah when things aren't like super super beadwork heavy i don't get the most engagement however for me like to started out completely because people just kept asking like where can we see your artwork you know uh why haven't you put all your artwork together in a single place uh because you know i do more than bead i do all the other things, right? Uh, mm-hmm. And so that's literally the intent behind Trinell Original. It's just like, oh, I'm going to keep putting all my artwork together. And me being a black Nimipu creative, it's just going to have that stamp on it always. You know, so mm-hmm. it's always pushing that conversation forward. Plus, you know, just how all of us artists are working on our own ways of maintaining the tradition of being innovative. You know, we're taking the skills that were passed down to us and then we're applying our own little filter on it and having fun, you know, grooving it out. Uh, And so, yeah, that's that was like the whole intent behind T.O. starting it off. Uh, It's just like to amass all of my artwork in one place. Um, And then, yeah, just by virtue of it being mine, it has like that backing to it, you know. So yeah, I yeah. like I force people. I'm just like, you're gonna see my face, and <laughs> you're gonna see other <laughs> things that I do besides beadwork, uh, yeah. because this is my page, and it's mm-hmm. meant for like my art to come together. Um, no, that makes yeah. sense. I no, because I I mean I I think that's how you keep people engaged as well though too is by basically cr- posting yourself as a creative in all aspects, you know, and you, that's the full package is Trinell Original. You get what you get through your creative process and so i definitely appreciate that just being a follower of yours like with mine it's the same thing like i have my personal page and and there's a lot of people who incorporate themselves like they just have one page it's just themselves and then the work Mm -hmm. that they do yeah but with me it's kind of kind of in the same boat as you in a sense as to where well i do more than just be i'm more than just an artist you know so i have my main page you know just kind of that's me. That's Michaela. That's the person. That's the entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. And here are the all these other different avenues that I am trying to respectfully respectfully get a market or audience um, to follow, if that makes sense. So, yeah, I love thinking about the process. But I do I do like 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 with art because I thought I've thought about that into where okay, well, should I just have everything on one page like mm-hmm. i want to i really want to step forward as a serious respected artist you know michaela thompson is the is the name of the artist therefore this is me this is what you Got follow it. you know okay. which a lot of artists people do do but then and I, so i did that for like a quick second and i was like you know what i have other things i want to do in my life it's i'm not just an artist yeah. you know i want to be yeah. respected for all of the other entities that i eventually have 
down the line. So I'm going to go ahead and split this off, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, I want to be taken seriously as an artist to where I'm not just posting anything and everything. Oh, look at this tea I just drank today or whatever it is. You know what I mean? Like mm, with the real I see what you're saying. unnecessaries. Yep. So it's like, okay, I want to brand myself as an artist and be taken seriously as an artist. Boom. Everything art related goes to this page. Okay. And this upcoming business or the being a host of this show or whatever, I want it to be able to be branded and taken seriously as this person because just being an entrepreneur for so long I realize when your hands in so many different pots you're not you know it's confusing to the viewer to where it's like okay this is what I like but my attention's kind of everywhere yeah. you know and I've done yeah. that to where I've been in businesses before to where the person I was working with wants to do anything and everything but it's like well in order for you to be taken seriously as this type of business person or this type of business you have to really allow your audience to focal in on what exactly you're doing otherwise you're going to confuse them so yeah. that's yeah. why I always break everything up but I need to learn to post because I love how much content you post on your page like your goals a thousand percent and like oh. I just don't have the energy to As I do clutch my heart do. oh my gosh thank so you <laughs> like Thank you. Actually, not not with a question mark, like with a full emphatic thank you. It's just like, you know how you self-doubt. I'm like, me? Anyways, please continue. It's not easy, like keeping up with videos and TikTok and photos. And I'm here. Here I come with my most basic of basic. But yet I'm like exhausted. Like I hardly <laughs> post on my story if it's not a share. Like people probably even know what I look like for like a couple years. Like it's so, I'm like I need to hire a social media marketer and oh just be like gosh. take all these pictures and yep. work your magic. <laughs> yes. That no that's literally on my goals. I'm or like on my list of things to accomplish. I'm like I want my phone out of my hands. If I can keep my phone out of my hands and have somebody taking care of all of this stuff, that's more yes. time for me to either relax and or to create because uh, yeah, yeah. It's, it takes time doing all the content stuff mm -hmm. you know uh, yeah. so that's why I like I that's why I pared my stuff down because I was trying super hard at the beginning to keep everything very formatted and whatnot and I didn't have an established template or anything like you do like you have a beautiful background you have your logo uh, your watermarks you know you've developed something so that's like it it works you know I never got that. And I was like, this is way too much work. So I'm just like, I'm going to just pare it down. So I just went back. <laughs> I went backwards, you know? I was like, look, you're going to get what you're going to get. This is, it's, yep. it's a poorly lit this. It's a shaky filmed this, you know? Yeah, it's it's just going to be like rough and rugged. Uh, but at the same time, yeah. it kind of taps, taps the viewer into you. Like it feels like we're sitting there with you doing whatever it is you're doing. So I think that's even more important is getting that connection with your audience. And I feel like mm -hmm. I definitely, I've been trying to do that more and figure out ways to do it more. I just haven't tried enough to where it has shown because I'm just like, okay. it's too exhausting. And I'm like, yeah. you know what? You know, when it happens, it happens. You know, when I yes. got a moment, I'll, I'll, I'll try to record it or something. But For it's sure. A lot. For sure. So, well, because people enjoy a story. So, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. What's the oh, thing? No, you tell no, me the thing. Say, <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say, I was like being around even my family this last weekend and hearing them yes. talk about social media and, well, this generation, boy, like, you know, and just talking <laughs> about social media. And it's like. 
They're, and they're, at the same time, they're like, okay, well, we don't have to post everything. I don't want to be on my phone 24-7. I understand how you guys do that. But at the same time, it's not easy either. You know, mm-hmm. it might seem so simple. It might not seem like a respectable, respectable job. But at the same time, it's a lot of work in terms of just understanding how to best use these outlets to promote yourself. Like this, yes. it is a respectable thing. You know, and I'm, pro- I'm probably not too far off, if not already having classes about how to move about social media. Like there's books being released on it. So it's like, it is something that, you know, takes a lot of energy in, in doing. So I respect those who do social media and do, you know, anything that's online because, you know, it it could be a lot in the, the internet, especially older people should understand this is it can be very overwhelming at times. It's like, it's easy for us to navigate in a lot of ways because this is what we've kind of, grown up doing as opposed to our parents who had like physical books to teach them certain things so Mm -hmm. um it it is a lot of work so i definitely respect those that do it it's just i do not have the energy to do it all (laughs) yeah yeah i mean even like google itself i'm like it always cracks me up how people like around me they'll be like oh i wonder about this thing or like oh where is that being shown or what is this thing and then it's just like a dot 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 leave it in the air and i'm like or we can just whip out our phones and like google it real quick we don't have to sit here in mystery for the next three weeks we can actually just probably find this thing out in the next three minutes exactly Uh, (laughs) and i find that all the time where it's like oh i heard about this one show i don't know where to find it so then it's like oh well maybe i'll just scroll through here maybe and i'm just like just go to Google, type in the name of the show. It's going to tell you exactly what streaming platforms or, you Mm -hmm. know, like where to buy it. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Just like the, it's a tool, you know? Yeah. Um, And it's funny because old people will be like, Oh, I wonder what this is. And I could literally (laughs) type it in and have it in like two seconds. Well, you know, so-and-so might know. Well, you know, you could check your phone. By the time they even have their hand in their pocket, like I already got the answer. And the funny thing is, I will sit there and give you the answer, but they don't want to listen to me. They like, it's not a good enough answer. Like, it's like, so why'd you ask? it came from thin air, that's why. That is like a pet peeve of me. A pet peeve of mine is when people ask me a question... And then be like, well, let me ask so-and-so. Like, why did you ask me the question if you weren't going to care for the answer no matter what it was? Like, don't ask me anything if you're not going to listen to the answer. Like, I, I hate that. Like, when people be like, oh, what's this? You give them an accurate yet detailed answer, and they're going to be like, well, let me ask so-and-so. Or they literally turn to the person next to them and be like, so what is this? And I'm like, bro, I, j- I just told you. Like... <laughs> Oh my god. It's gosh. like don't ask me nothing no more after that. Uh, <laughs> when you ask good. me a question, I'm just gonna be quiet. Like you're right. not I'm not gonna respond. You're not even in the room. Like <laughs> 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 I hate that such a pet peeve of mine. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's hilarious. Oh, too good. I can only imagine. I'm like I'm 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 envisioning these moments when it happens and just like the uh, the <laughs> blank so face Michaela just being like oh. I <laughs> but it's like, why did you ask me the question? Like, Cardi B, like, what was the reason? What was the reason? <laughs> you know, if you're not going to listen to it. It's so annoying. Oh, <laughs> uh, too good. Okay, so yes, New York, right? Uh, that's uh, where you, you headed up this past weekend. How was all that? Well, I mean, it was good. It was, I was up, I seen family, but not on the best of terms. It was for a oh, funeral. Okay. My grandmother's oh. sister passed away. So, oh. yeah, and she had... 
13, 12 siblings. So there was 13 wow. of them. My grandma's the youngest one. Technically, the 13th one would have been her youngest one, but she, that the baby, like, died in the womb. Mm. So, but, so otherwise, total, there's technically 12. But, wow. um, yeah, so out of all of them, there's only two left now, two sisters. So, yeah, so we, and it was my first time going to a funeral that wasn't a native funeral. Oh my god. So gosh. I didn't really know what to expect like, going into it. I so would not, yeah. I was definitely underdressed. My dad checked me on that and I was just like, wow. Ain't that a thing though? It is. I was overdressed for a native funeral, but I was underdressed <laughs> for a black funeral. And I'm like, well, I literally, it was like, Michaela, you gonna learn today. Like, that's exactly how it was once my dad would just stare at me for like three seconds. And I was like, is this too casual? He's like, it's a little casual. You don't, you don't, he's like, you don't have a black dress. And I'm like, I thought that was just for the movies like I didn't know we literally gonna be all sitting here in all black and heels so I'm like well I know and I looked good don't get me wrong like oh. I had some nice like skinny skinny not skinny jean but like skinny slacks mm-hmm. with like a nice blouse like great material <laughs> like slacks and a blouse a blazer, you're way yeah way over blazer, already nice dress shoes like yeah. you know I was cute yeah but it wasn't a dress and heels and so Ooh. which was fine because I mean it was COVID so it's like the church wasn't jam-packed out it's mm. primarily family um and it's very quick compared to, fun- to native funerals because, you know, we have like the whole memorial service. We even do yeah. things the day before. We yeah. do the meal. Like we kind of knock it all out, you know, but it's a half day. And then like you even have to drive out to, you know, the viewing and then driving back into town. So like I was ready for a whole day's worth of activities, mm-hmm. basically just based as like based on my experiences with the native funeral. But it was very quick. So we... Um, went to the church and it, we basically just had, it was like viewing, funeral service, nobody can speak unless you're on the agenda. And then um, we head to the burial and we were there for probably like 10 minutes and they used like a, like a crane or I don't know, not a crane. But like a backhoe, kind of the, the scooping, to, the they, scooping the, mechanism. I don't know. It was already ready. Like, it, the hole was already set. And then uh-huh. they put it, like, on this big steel thing. And then you kind of crank it. And it slowly oh, goes to down. Low, to yeah. lower it down. Okay, And yeah, I'm yeah. like, my hands are ready. Like, where's where's the shovelers? Like, where's yeah. the guys? You know? Yeah. <laughs> so, and it's like, with Native funerals, you have, like, people literally holding the casket, placing it in mm-hmm. there. You grab the dirt. Everybody goes in line, grabs mm-hmm. the dirt. Like, you know, but it was very quick. And so... I was driving my aunts from the, the the church to the burial, and they're like, are we going to make it? Are we going to make it? And I was like, I'm pretty sure. They're like, no, it's quick. They just, they just, I'm like, does it really that fast? She's like, yeah. They just, they say, ash, ash, dust the dust, and she's in the ground. And I was like, okay. Wow. So we got there, and we got there just in time. Like, everybody just pulled up. But, um. It was very quick, and that was it. And then we went to went to go eat, but it wasn't like home cooked meal. But I'm sure that's just because of COVID. I mean, black people yeah. obviously do that. But um, but yeah, so it was it was very quick from what I'm used to. But it was a very good service. Um, so that was during the weekend, and then after that, um, I went to hang out with my dad for a little bit for a couple more days because he just kind of enjoys me being there. And then we went to the city. We went to my like. Favorite, favorite Chinese restaurant because your girl loves some duck. So, oh, yeah, you I, mentioned that. Yeah. <laughs> so, I was treating dad, so I was like, get whatever you want. So, we went ahead and Come got some bags. <laughs> That's literally what he calls me, too. Really? It's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> and so, um, 
so yeah so we, i got a whole duck and i got my other stuff that i like um and um that was kind of it we went around chinatown and harlem a little bit i love harlem out of all of and at out of all of new york like harlem is my favorite place to go so oh. we did that um Got some cool beads from some Africans. Ooh, all right. That was kind of it. So, but it's not like I don't know. It's like I've lived there for so long, so it's it's not like we go and do the touristy things or anything like that. It's not like a vacation. He just knows like the spots I like to hit in the city when we go eat, and so, um, so we did that. So that was kind of my weekend. I just got back yesterday. I actually have to go back into Connecticut next week, but um, your girl needs a minute to chill because (laughs) I've been on the go and I don't know. And I was trying to look this up. Like, I don't know if traveling has that much of a toll on your body, but like Mm -hmm. lately when I go to sleep, I like fall into like a deep, deep sleep. Like I'm just exhausted and I don't know why. And I'm assuming that's what it is, what it, what it is. Yeah. So I was supposed to go to Connecticut this weekend as in like two days and so, um, actually one day now, but yeah. two days once I got back and I was like, Hey, I'm not going to be there till next Monday because your girl needs a minute just, just to chill. Yeah. And so I just felt really off balanced and it's like, I don't know what's going on. It's not like I felt like I had depression. It wasn't felt like I just was completely drained. It was just, I just felt off balanced. And so mm-hmm. this morning I'm like, well, let me just try to get back into my routine um, and I did, and it feels a lot, lot better. Kind of cleaned my environment because you are a product of your environment. <laughs> cleaned my yes. room, like yep. organized everything I needed to organize. And so I feel like I'm slowly getting back to normal. But these past four weeks have just been like on the go. <laughs> wow. But I don't mind it because it's family, you know. But yeah. I'm like, shoot, I need, I need to breathe for a second. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah, especially like when you're when you're really bebopping around and you drove too, didn't you? Yeah, I mean it was only about a five hour trip, um, but because I had just basically gotten back from Idaho the day before, or I guess a day and a half before, I was like already like running around to get making making sure things were getting done that could be done like just be done and set set before I left, if that makes sense. Yeah. And um so I was doing a lot of running around. I didn't really get to chill. It was already in my mind that I have to leave the next day. Um, so today was a good day for me. Just to kind of reboot and be productive, but not have myself, not crack the whip on myself, you know, yeah. and making sure that certain things has to get done by this certain time. I'm like, if I don't get what I need to get done today, that's okay. Tomorrow, yeah. There's tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah. Wow. So good wow, stuff. Wow, wow, wow. Well, you know, definite prayers uh, for your family and, you know, for uh, those departed as, you know, they continue their journey on and for all of you uh, as you, she, you know, yes, walk in your you. new life, you know? Think, yeah, of course. She lived 98 years. So, wow. she, yes, she got a life, a life full. And I kind of think about it that way. It's like, it's just, it's more of a celebration of life. You know, funerals are for the living so it's yeah. like when I go, I really just like to, you know, get to know and the sides of that person I didn't always know and mm-hmm. giggle a little bit. And same thing with my grandmother. It's like, like I said, she's had 10, 10 other um, siblings who passed on because she is the youngest. So um, she was the the primary person that, you know, I want to make sure was straight. And um, 
but it was good. She was good. The whole family was good. They all kind of just came together in joy. And I think that's one thing that, you know, Native and Black families do very, can do very well. Um, can't speak for everyone, but yeah, most of sure. us, it's like when family comes together, it's like, you know, it's just warm. You know yeah. what I mean? It's a good feeling. And you meet people you didn't always, you know, know growing up and stuff like that. So it, it's it's good energy if you're around, you know, the right people, especially when it comes to family. So it's low key so, yeah. a trip how some of like my really fond memories and just like good times that I can recall were at funerals and memorials, you know, like where I've gone and just like busted up laughing with people mm-hmm. or like had like really great adventures because yeah, it, it brings so many of your family members together. And then yeah, everyone always has that realization of we can go at any time. And mm-hmm. so, you know, just one already coming together, that's huge. And then on top of it, how you have that renewed sense of presence oftentimes um, yeah, I can think of like sometimes where I'm just like, yeah, some of my funniest memories are like really fond memories that are on my heart. Mm-hmm. We're around super sad events, you know, mm-hmm. uh, where, yeah, it, it's a beautiful byproduct of it all. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, dep- it's really up to how people want to choose to kind of take that moment, moment in. It's like, do you want to celebrate this person or do you want to? you know, grieve this person, although grieving isn't bad. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. I think everyone should, especially if that's what's in your, your soul to do by, yeah. by all means. But, you know, some people, they could be very dramatic. Some people, you know, you don't really know what you're going to get, but I feel like it's very important to more important. I know when I go, I want my life. I don't want people in there, you know, wearing dark colors and, you know, sharing all these stories and being so heartbroken it's like no i want you guys to have fun not have fun like don't get crazy like bring in a keg and be you know like, put some respect <laughs> on my name but like, yeah. but i want it to be a moment of like fun remembrance like i don't want anybody you know you know just falling that hard to where it's you know so it's all sad and yeah. depressing and you know I mean, but I mean, it's one thing to say that and then, you know, things happen, but otherwise, yeah, yeah, but otherwise it's like, you know, let's celebrate the life. Let's not, let's not make it a sad, too sad of a moment. Oh, for sure. But yeah, it was a nice, it was a nice service. But yeah, like I said, it was my, the only time, that's what I was telling my dad. I was like, I've only been to native funerals. So, you know, you got to work with me today. I'm not sure what I'm going to expect. Right. (laughs) But now I know. Yeah. Well, it, Yeah. (laughs) Because, yes, mostly Native funerals. I've only been to, I think, like one memorial service that wasn't Native. And then um, I guess so, like, my stepdad, Joe, so, like, his father is white. And so his, you know, grandmother is white as well. So I remember I was a kid and going to her funeral and, you know, the casket was left there at the place. And then we drove away and I was like, that's strange. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then when um, my grandpa passed away, um, so my stepdad's dad uh, it was it was the same thing where they like left the casket there, uh, and then you know my dad and you know his siblings, all the natives being like, uh, this isn't how we do it. So you know, get us some shovels, uh, get us some ropes. We're gonna take care of this. Uh, mm-hmm. And so then you know after after they did their thing, we stayed there and we did the rest. You know, yeah. Um, so like the people who were worked there, they're like, okay, you know, <laughs> it was different <laughs> for them. Uh, however, yeah. outside of that, it's always been native funerals. You know. 
Uh, and so, yeah, even when you remark about like what to wear, I'm like, oh yeah, NATO funerals are like the most cash situations yes. ever. <laughs> and when I talk to other people, um, you know, where they're just like, oh yeah, you have to have like a brand new suit for so-and-so's passing or, you know, you have to go out and get this. I'm like, really? Because, uh, you know, around us, it's like jeans and a ribbon shirt and you know yeah. like, <laughs> and, and, and that's dressed up you know yeah um, exactly. some, sometimes people just come in slides and their stuff you know like mm-hmm. uh and it's it's no judgment um so yeah it's definitely a different different event but uh, i feel like it should be that way at the same time too it's like just come as you are it's like you just by you being there it shows yeah. that you had love or some sort of appreciation for this person you know yeah. Not saying that people who do dressed up are wrong. I mean, I respect that too, mm-hmm. but shouldn't be a judgment zone. But you know, black people are going to judge you regardless. So, well, right? yeah. Well, that's crazy. Well, remember uh, um, Black uh, Black AF? Isn't that the name of the show yeah. on, on on Netflix? Netflix? Yeah, where that's they talked about one. that, like how your Sunday's best, you know, and how it's like mm-hmm. become a point of like respectability politics now, where it's like you know we were held up to a standard of dressing up. Uh, in the Sunday's best, you know, it, how he's saying, like, it all stems from slavery. You know, yeah. uh, the ones that were able to dress up their slaves are the, ooh, hoo, 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 roll it back, Kellen, people fa- <laughs> people first. Um, those who were, people who were enslaved, people who were um, held in captivity and forced into labor against their will um, were often dressed up uh, to these high, or, you know, to whatever societal standards for, uh, you know, church going folk, uh, mm-hmm. and then how that's permeated out into, uh, our culture, you know, uh, into mm-hmm. the fact that it's like, it's now a point of standard. It's a point of content or, um, of comparison, or like you're saying, uh, uh, you know, like people expect it, uh, where mm-hmm. it's like, you know, being so dressed on a certain level because it shows this and that, um, however, going back, it's like, well, it is kind of rooted in these, uh, not so good things, uh, and yeah, again, this is just another example of one of the things that we kind of uphold today and we judge one another on. Yeah, if you go back to the root of it, it's like these were things meant to subjugate us and to differentiate us from one another. You know, these are yeah. the ones who are well taken care of. So they therefore they have a higher place in society. Uh, and so now we hold that standard on our own where it's just like, oh, if you're not dressed down to the nines, um, you know, whatever else it may be, then, you know fill in the blank of the other part, you know, mm-hmm. uh, it's like, it's, it's a point of judgment. Uh, yeah. You yeah. know, I, I don't know everything. Uh, just like, that's a very high arching <laughs> statement, you know, just observation. And, and, and when you said that, it reminded me of that whole explanation and just that quick breeze through, uh, in black AF, um, yeah. on Netflix. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think many people know or definitely probably don't know at the same time is that a lot of things that we do, especially within the black community, is deep rooted from systematic racism, not systematic racism, that too, but still, you know, is rooted from (laughs) that too. (laughs) You know, there's a lot of stems that still exist today that are kind of, you know, it's it's just the way we are kind of is the only thing that kind of mm-hmm. describes what we do. And it's like some people some black people don't even understand where a lot of some a lot of the things come from that were deep rooted in slavery. We just know, well, this is what my mama did, this is what my grandmama did, this is what, you know what I mean? And so yeah. this is why we do it. But um I think we need shows like that to kind of really show not only ourselves in a way and i hate to put it that way but um ourselves as well as the rest of the world why things are the way they are 
Yeah. Because um, I know for me, like growing up, if I didn't have nothing to wear, I was not going to church. My grandma would not take me anywhere. And they do church literally religiously, you know, on certain days of the week and on Sunday. Yeah. And whenever I went to go stay with grandma, she'd bring you, she'd ask me, do you bring clothes for church? And I'd be like, oh, no. And Or I'll, I'll show her what I do have. And she'd be like, all right, you can't come. <laughs> so, <Ooh. Cool. laughs> I knew. That's wild you know, to me, though. You know, yeah, like literally. That was always the, how it went. What, yeah, what what fabric is placed on your body in whatever arrangement of ways can determine whether or not you go to a, a place of worship. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, like I could whoa. literally be suited and booted, but for have forgotten my shoes, you can't go. <laughs> you get to wow. stay home with Papa. That's where you're gonna be. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so it it you know it's definitely heavily rooted within the black community that you need to be dressed before yeah. you go anywhere. Men have to be in suits. I, and I told my dad that I was like, men got it easy. All you have to do is throw your suit on that you had in the back of the closet and you're good to go. Like, females have to make sure they're coordinated. They have to have the stockings. They have to have the heel. Has to be the right, you know, length of heel. Um, The hair has to be neat, drawn back. Makeup has to be popping. Okay, am I going to wear pearls or am I not going to wear no neck? Like, it's literally a whole thing. Like, and and everything has to be pressed. Like, Like, my grandma literally would... And I would see this every Saturday night. She would sit in her chair. She would put in her curlers, press it, put on her scarf. She would press her um, her skirt, make sure her skirt was ironed, her mm-hmm. blazer was ironed. And then she'd hang it up on the hook for the next morning to put it on. And then I'd see her every morning, put on her, her stockings, put on everything that she needs to put on, and then puts on her perfume and her little pin on her blazer like yes. everything you know it's a whole process you know <laughs> so it's a whole ritual hearing yeah. it out like that you know mm-hmm. it's a yep. ritualistic uh, experience habitual in that mm-hmm. way having that whole process mm-hmm. it's, it's ceremony in a way um yeah. maybe not like the play. most like enjoyable yet I'm sure for some people too, it is enjoyable. You know, it's like, this is the part of the process of me getting prepared to do the thing that I'm, you know, intending on doing here in the next day. Mm-hmm. Wow. But, I mean, it's just what we do. I mean, I don't know. It was, it just, it, it was the norm growing up. Like, that's just, that's just going to grandma's house is what you need to expect. Once I got older, you'd be like, all right, I don't have to get up early if I don't bring church clothes. So I'm just going to say I forgot them. <laughs> And my grandma would never be mad. Like, there definitely are grandmothers that probably do get upset. But, like, she's like, all right, well, you know, cook your breakfast. All you have to do is cook your egg. She would always say that. She'd be like, the sausage, the bacon are on the stove. The grits are on the back. Your, your apples are on the stove. Like, the, because she does the, the, from scratch, like, applesauce. But, like, okay. oh, apples, mm. like cinnamon apples. Yes. So she would do that every morning. Every morning that I was there for the weekend, if I didn't go to church, she'll say, your breakfast is on the stove. You just have to cook your egg. So, and so I would never have to go to church if I didn't have to have my, if I didn't have my, my clothes, which meant, which I, and I didn't get to say I got to sleep in because she would make sure I got up before she left. <laughs> but I'm like, all right, see ya. <laughs> yeah, my orange juice ready to go. I, I think I had to eat. If I, if I didn't miss her, I had to eat before she left so she could wash the dishes before uh, she went to church. That's usually how it would go. But it's part of her process. She and it. she's not yeah, going to change her process. Yep. And then once, yeah, she's definitely <laughs> process oriented. And everything she does is based on the Bible. Like, my grandmother does not let 
one fork sit in the sink overnight. Like everything has to be washed. Everything needs to be swept. Everything needs to be cleaned up before she goes to bed. And she always says, well, you know what the Bible says to do, it says. And I'm like, what is, well, what does it say? Like, you know, I'm like, grandma, you can clean this up in the morning. Like you're exhausted. Like yeah. you just cooked all this food. Like, let's just go to sleep. And so she would be like, nope, the Bible says what you can, why not do today? And what does it, what does it say? You can't put off what you can do today or something like that. Yeah. So she why literally wait for lives tomorrow by, what you can do today yeah. or something like that. So, yeah, put off for tomorrow like what you can do today. Something yeah, like that. but yeah. And so Jeez, just she, heathens over here. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> and like, I'm like, if only I could be that way, but I'm just, I'm not. So I'm not going to try. <laughs> but, but she is like, her kitchen's always spotless. She always has a bucket of water in the sink to clean your dish when it's done or she'll clean it when it's done. Okay. But kitchen is spotless by the next day. But yeah, so she literally, and a lot of black people live their lives that way to where it's like they quote different scriptures and this is the reasoning they do certain things so it's just it really is just the norm yeah. growing up you know and her all of her sisters and siblings are, are the same way so so yeah wow wow, wow, wow. <laughs> it, well it, it just it just blows me away you know like i mm-hmm. i know that my family has like a, a super strong uh catholic tradition uh, here at least within the last few generations uh, my mom's generation my grand's generation and then i guess her mom so like my great grand's ish i can't really say past that too too much um anyways uh to think of of all of that though i'm just like geez that's a lot and to, to literally run your life by it um yeah because i mean that's, I get, I get, that's uh, what makes grandma grandma <laughs> yeah <laughs> i've heard you say that before and it's dope you know yeah it's it's very distinct to this person that you have in your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love my grandma. Oh, but oh, shout out to grandmas you... all around the world. <laughs> shout out to all the grandmas. I'm like, you're gonna, make, you're gonna make me I'm call not mine right now. <laughs> <laughs> Just wait, we're gonna put this on pause really quick. I need to call my yeah. grandma. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, well, well, it's crazy of, oh, how, like, grandparents literally, especially grandmothers, it's like they do the most subtlest thing that have the biggest meanings, yeah. you know, or the yeah. biggest feelings, you know what I mean? Yes. Like, I think of my great-grandmother, Nancy Half Moon. It was like every time before I left, she would always grab my hand in one hand and take the other hand and tap it on top. And it was like just the warmth of her hand or feeling her hand. It's like there's so much in you just grabbing my hand before I leave. Yeah. You know what I mean? To where it's like it comes with a feeling. It comes with just <sighs> bounds of joy. Like, you know? And so mm-hmm. it's like, man, all of it. It literally is all the vibes. <laughs> uh, that's so amazing. Yeah. That, that truly is. Literally one of my favorite memories in life is like uh, my gr- being at my grandma's place uh, outside of Lapway. Uh, and waking up early because I would always sleep out in the living room and I'd wake up early and my great grandma was there like at the end of a kitchen table that was there in the dining room in the kitchen. Um, and behind her were these glass sliding doors that faced the east. And so like the sun would always be rising up behind her and she'd be at the mm-hmm. end of the table like working on her weaving. Uh, and so, yeah, then I remember like sitting one day, like she was on the east side of the table and then I was on the south side of the table with like next to the, so over my left shoulders where the stove and everything is. And then I remember my, my grandma coming in from her bedroom into the kitchen and she was like by the sink. So then I had like, you know, my great gram to my right and my grandmother to the left. And then, um, I remember my gram singing, um, you are my sunshine, 
Uh, and it was just like this beautiful thing where like literally the sun was like rising behind my great grandmother and my, mm-hmm. uh, you know, my, my Katza, my gram is like singing this beautiful song. Um, and I was just like, this is such a blessed moment, <laughs> you yes. know, and I was just a little kid. Yeah. I, I yeah. felt it then mm-hmm. even, you know, and that's, yep. I, I can still place myself there and I still see all of it. Um, because yeah, it's just like the, uh, the importance and just the beauty that comes off of your grandparents and especially great grandparents, you know, it's just like, Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh, there's so much value and worth here. So yeah, even the simplest things like you're saying are like, Mm -hmm. gee, like the way that it can really just strike within you. Yep. Ooh, so good. (sighs) Yes, yes, yes. What'd you get into last weekend? I was around here mostly. uh, So doing some work, uh, again, uh, trying to get back into my beating. So that's a big thing. I don't really know outside of that, <laughs> really. It was all just like a blur. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. I feel the same way. Most of the time I forget what I did like two days ago. <laughs> like yeah, when you're right. just in it, you yeah, know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, actually Saturday, the day itself, uh, uh, was my dad Joe's birthday. So we did a couple things around here in Spokane, which was kind of nice. It was a sunny day. So we got to go out, uh, and like do outside activities, uh, because it's been kind of chilly as of late yet for some reason it just hopped up into the seventies on this past Saturday. Uh, mm-hmm. so that was actually kind of nice. We got to do, you know, just a few outdoor activities, get outside of the house. Um, and yeah, just, uh. I guess one of the big things that did come out of this weekend is a reminder for me um, to, you know, check on people uh, Mm -hmm. and to just understand that we all are going through things um, because, you know, there were things that uh, also happened in my weekend that were a great reminder of that, you know, of people uh, going through emotional uh, low periods um, and, and needing support. And it was strange being on the other side of the coin where, you know, as I've spoken in the past, however many episodes about like (laughs) the past few months and like, you know, just me barely dragging along sometimes and, you know, maybe not even like wanting to continue the, 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 the walk down the path. Um, and then to be on the other side of that and, and being Mm -hmm. the one providing the support and the reminder that, Hey, we are here in community. We are, uh, a network of of individuals of beings and uh, we're not meant to take all this stuff on our own uh, mm-hmm. and that we're meant to lean on one another and we're meant um, to be there uh, in in these in in whatever time you know uh, so it, it's been eye-opening again you know just uh, as as that reminder so it's kind of cool too because you know as I'm developing my morning practices, um, you know, that's another thing that I've started adding in where I'm like, well, let me reach out to at least two people each day or like three mm-hmm. people just right off top, you know, just a quick, Hey, thinking about you, you know, um, all the love, whatever it is, you know, just yeah. so that's like a part of, uh, just working to reopen my heart and to remind, rewire my body and my mind to remember that, like, although we are super hyper individualistic these days, and especially in this COVID isolation period that we're in that you know our bodies our bones our spirits our energies are meant to be communal we're meant to be in network with others uh, Mm -hmm. and to keep those channels open 
Um, because, you know, just like we've talked about, you, you have to practice the things you want to be good at. Uh, and so how can I ever be good at connecting with others or how, you know, it, I'm only going to get better at connecting with others and allowing others uh, to give love to me by practicing the mechanisms that allow me to do so, you know? So even if mm-hmm. it, they're small little acts, um, it's at least reinforcing these pathways so that hopefully in time, these pathways turn into major highways, you know? Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. No, that's amazing. Cause I know I'm not the best with doing that. It's just like, all right, you know, I'm here. Just call me. Like, <laughs> that sounds so terrible. But it's like, it's, you really got to sometimes stop and be like, check on, check on these people, Sh- check on your strong friends, check on your strong family members, the ones that seem like everything's going okay. And just make sure everything is still going okay. And so it's like, sometimes I have those moments where I just slow down and it's like, Michaela, you haven't reached out to this person in a long time. You know, or these this person checked on you a month ago, you know, you should return that favor or whatever, you know. So sometimes mm. it's like it's hard to yeah. slow down because once you're just in the zone, you don't even realize you're in the zone. You know what I mean? And that can go yeah. on for a week or that can go on for like four months. You, yep. you know, as, as you're just going, you don't realize it. You know, you kind of have to step outside of yourself and like, oh, shoot, let me check on my loved ones and make sure that they're good. You know, mm-hmm. so all yeah. the respect for you definitely stepping back and doing that because it's it's not easy to do especially when you just you have that momentum you know yeah yeah for sure uh and then off of that word alone momentum that's kind of been like my latest challenge here in the last 36 hours uh because i've been establishing my morning routine and i you know i was like all right nine days straight ten days straight and then Mm -hmm. just today and yesterday i actually didn't do those things. Uh, So, you know, waking up at the same time, like I woke up an hour later yesterday and I woke up an hour and some change later today. Um, And yesterday it actually really messed with me mentally because I was like, you know, I was doing so good and then I fell off. Uh, Mm -hmm. Yet, uh, you know, it's just a reminder too that like having the capacity and the capability to adjust is part of the practice as well. You know, not only like getting the thing down yet, you know, understanding, oh, to compensate for, say, a large chunk of work in the evening, you know, maybe I won't be able to do this thing as early in the morning or as long, you know, yet just like trying to find these pathways to be able to adjust. So yeah, that's kind of been like the last 36 hours is confronting that portion of it uh, and Mm -hmm. to not feel like defeated by the fact that I haven't kept up a streak that was making me feel super good. Yeah. Yet at the exact same time, I'm like, yeah, I have some of the characteristics of it. You know, I'm still jotting down my things that I'm grateful for. I'm still doing, you know, my morning prayers. I'm still, you know, taking in water and, you know, blessing myself, smudging myself in the morning, you know, like whatever it may be. Uh, So, yeah, that's kind of random. Yeah. At the exact same time, that word momentum has been a big thing for me. Like I said, just in the past day and a half, because I was like kind of kicking myself for like falling off, quote unquote. Um, which, you know, didn't really, really happen yet. It, it is a great reminder, uh, just personally, uh, on top of, you know, checking in with others to like, you know, find these little ways of, uh, of adding to, to my life and to my practice, uh, you know, just to live a little bit better. Yeah. But I mean, it takes time. Yeah, definitely. And Oof, it's yes. like you, once you get started, like you saying, Hey, I'm doing this for nine days straight, 10 days straight. 
whatever. It's like it takes time to create that habit. Like the beginning is always the hardest and you're going mm. to slip up. Like it's just inevitable, which is okay. That's good. That means you're on the right track. You're just giving, you know, your body's adjusting, your mind's adjusting. But the yeah. fact that you're even doing it is always, you know, that's a good sign, you know, because yeah. it's hard to create a habit. But if you know what you what create habits you want to create, you know, that's kind of motivation enough just to know, hey, I'm doing it. And so many people have different ways of continuing it which is like you know for me it's like like when I work out I put like this little kind of triangle in the corner of the day on my planner to where it's like okay I realized I worked out this or this many times this week you know I need Mm -hmm. to do this for next week or it's like okay I really want that stupid square in the corner. (laughs) So I'm going to drag myself up and go upstairs because this completes my goal for the week. Because I really want that, you know what I mean? And so it's even with like a green highlighter. Like I love a green highlighter. And so for me, it's like once I finish something, I'll highlight it in green or I'll check mark it off my to-do list. And it's crazy how much that stuff motivates me and it irks me because it looks, the the page looks incomplete if I don't, if I do not highlight (laughs) it in green but i cannot mentally do it or ethically or morally do it if i don't don't actually do the activity exactly and so for it's like everyone has different traits of you know of how they do it but also they say also to um sometimes the reward system is a good system to use as well Mm. so like if you really love chocolate like you indulge in chocolate or ice cream or whatever it is it's like okay i can't indulge in this reward unless I do this so it's like then you work out and you have one piece of chocolate or you kind of double up your habits like okay I know I want to work out but I know I want to watch and I need to do some sort of informational video or read or something that kind of feeds my brain so it's like while I work out I put on a educational video no matter what it is whether it's on business finances self-love etc so boom I just knocked out both those habits and then I got my reward of getting takeout tonight or even something simple as in you know having juice instead of water you know whatever your guys you know whatever your reward is but um that's a good way to do it too but at the same time our body does need rest so I mean don't hit the pavement go so it's like I know you run in the morning and stuff like that and it's like you need at least one day off so don't kick yourself too much if you like physically (laughs) need a day off so that's when you kind of break down your habit like okay I want to work out or I want to do this 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 six days a week you know but and then next week I'm going to give myself four days a week so I can do this but the following week i'm gonna do seven or whatever it is you know what i mean but yeah i'm like you can't and so when you were telling me that i'm like this guy probably like ran a marathon in the morning and is upset because he (laughs) slept in an hour (laughs) (laughs) so but yeah but no that's that's all awesome because it's like our bodies need love too yeah i think that's where like ego comes in is some people don't realize you're going because of your body you need to give thanks to your body and show you that you appreciate your little fingers your thumbs your arms your mobility mobility your health and by doing that you have to physically exercise or feed it good healthy foods or whatever so it's like you that's that's what that's just what your body needs but at the same time by doing all of those things it's a realization and it's showing that you love yourself at the same time. Yeah. You know, so it's like once you begin Aww. to love yourself, you make room to love others as well because you can't give somebody what you don't have for yourself. So the fact that you're even getting into a morning routine again and doing these things, it's apparent that you're beginning to love yourself, you know, whether it's again or, 
you know, just in a different way or whatever it is, yes. you know? And yeah. it's like, cause I, yeah. I'm going to say like, I had moments like even just recently to where it's like, dang, just, it, I'm not on right now. Like, mm, <laughs> so it's like, okay. I need to figure out what brings me joy again and figure yeah. out how to, not that I just didn't not love myself, but like, I loved myself, but I wasn't in love with myself. <laughs> I guess yeah. you would say, you know, what you say yeah. to other people, yes. but it's like, I need to figure out what brings me joy again. I need to figure out what, you know, brings me happiness again, what makes me feel alive again. So I had to kind of go through those moments of reestablishing habits that I want to create. And so, but all of that, by doing all of that, it not only impacts your energy, but it impacts the energy that you put on other people as well. Cause it's like, it's reciprocated when you're not, you know, your best or, you know, you're overflowing with just self-love. So yeah. um, yes. all of that's very, very important to really tap into. Yes. There you go, y'all. <laughs> I know that wasn't <laughs> just for me. No, I'm playing. Uh, <laughs> I love uh, uh, beginning to love yourself because I'm like, oh, yeah, that's what it feels like. Uh, and then I also love uh, when ego comes in and I was like, oh, girl, I'm asking for ego to leave. I'm like, can ego leave <laughs> yes. out? Uh, because I don't think it's ever not been with me. Uh, you know, again, speaking of this like hyper individualistic person trying to get everything done by themselves. I'm like, uh, ego, leave me, please. Yeah. Uh, yet I guess that's counterintuitive because, you know, ego is the self In projection or whatever, or, you know. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so I guess it can never be separate because if it were separate from me, then it wouldn't be ego. It would mm. be. I don't know. I always thought of ego in like a <laughs> negative aspect. Yeah. Like, well, I mean. Cause, well, yeah. not until I got older. It was like, okay, well, yeah. the ego is prideful. The ego, the ego, I feel like is more. In, I don't know, this is just the way I'm maybe thinking about it at this moment, but I feel like ego is more of the mind than the heart. Mm. The ego is like what stops you for doing from doing the things that you love or doing the things that you know that is best for you because you either want to paint a perfect image or you want to be per- perceived a certain way or you want to be perceived as this person that you're not, that you aren't necessarily, if that yeah. makes sense. So yeah. I don't know. I guess I'm still kind of dabbling in that, what that word means and how much power is behind ego. But I feel like, I feel like it, it could be a positive thing. Yeah. Depending on how you, how you think about it. Yeah. I, I, I got like the biggest rundown or like the biggest revelation learning of ego itself in, in regards to like as a term and how it can work uh, through uh, Eckhart Tolle's book. I think it's called The Power of Now. Yeah, that one. Where, like, they discuss ego a lot in there. Um, And then, you know, like, the the God portion of it, too. Um, So, yeah, those kind of breakdowns. I was like, oh, yeah, I get it, you know, in these Mm -hmm. ways. Uh, So, yeah, outside of that, though, I haven't really, like, done done too much. Um, So, yeah, I don't... And then, you know, it's been a while. You know, like, when I first read that book, I probably could have discussed ego a little bit more clearly uh, and, you know informatively however now it's been a while so i'm like oh i can't really remember what was said uh i feel it though i feel it in my body it just has to be (laughs) reawakened (laughs) i have not read that book but i have i don't know if it was a podcast or if it was just like one of oprah's yeah because that was like her major yeah yeah that's her homie listened yeah Yeah. (laughs) that's the only the only time the only 
reason I even know about the the book is because I listened to him and Oprah's like summary and like talk about it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, dang, I gotta get this book, but I never, I never got it. I'm like, well, you guys told me the whole thing, basically. Right. So I'm just yeah. Gonna they did. They did like a couple, <laughs> which you know we'd probably call like a <laughs> webinar now. Oh, nay. Um, uh, uh, with yeah, o- Oprah and, and Eckhart. Uh, you know, you can catch them on YouTube. I was watching like a few of those. Like, yeah, that's like Oprah's homie. She like was riding for him. I, you know, this was back in the '90s, early 2000s. Uh, yet, yeah, I so you can get a lot of the content online. Ago. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Before I forget uh, about awakening things in the bones and in the body, uh, that's also the way that I uh, work on uh, thinking about. Nimi putem to nest purse language, um, rather than being like, oh, I need to learn my language. I'm like, my language is already within me. Um, so I want to work on awakening to the language. You know, it's already in my blood. It's already in my bones. Uh, and, you know, taking the time and using the resources around me to awaken to these parts that are already within me. Uh, and I remember last week we got on a crazy one on a, on a pretty wild, uh, <laughs> on a pretty wild ride, uh, with a word. And so I did the exact same thing this oh, week. Yeah. I just grabbed my dictionary and I, and yeah, <laughs> with, uh, Pewis, uh, tongue, uh, or, and then all the things that have to do with tongue. Uh, and so, yeah, I just opened up my dictionary to a random page today and I was like, whatever's on this page is going to get discussed. And, uh, there's a lot of cool things on here. Obvs. Uh, however, um, one of the things that I talked about last week was how we express a lot or how within Nimi Putemt, within the Nest Purse language, the people's language, excuse me, uh, how many things are related in a different way. Uh, so I think last week it was, uh, I feel bad for not remembering Pelvis, Weatwa, or something, you know, that, that meant something else. There's a whole breakdown. Go back to last week and you can check it out. Uh, however, I found this one today, um, which is Timnakikatissa. Uh, okay, so this is my first time reading it. Timnakikatissa. Timnakikatissa. There it is. Timnakikatissa. Uh, I feel remorse very keenly or, quote unquote, I am bleeding from the heart. Uh, and so this is coming from uh, uh, So the Sorry, I'm working this out live. Y'all are catching this live. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, the accent, which means blood. It's a noun for blood. Um, and so then when you mix that uh, uh, so there's a kikatisa, I am bleeding or I am losing blood. Uh, and so then there's that verb mixed with timna, which is your heart. So literally timna, the heart, uh, kikatisa, I am bleeding. Um, so when you say it all together, uh, timna kikatisa, timna kikatisa, there it is, timna kikatisa. I feel remorse very keenly. So like I feel remorseful in a very deep way or literally I am bleeding from the heart. Um, and that's what I love about Nimi Putemt is like those those depths, you know, like I, I understand what remorse feels like and I understand um, how you can really fall into those pits and, and, and you can 
judge yourself and you can, you know, all the things that comes with deep, deep senses of remorse. Uh, and then to think of it from the framework of like, literally from my heart, I am currently bleeding. Um, you know, I'm just like, so oh my deep. God, right? Uh, and so, yeah, that's an example <laughs> of, of how um, these phrases are, are, are stated, Nimi Putimtki in the people's language. Um, and it, it's really beautiful because again, yeah, just literally kikatisa, I am bleeding, I am losing blood for, you know, coming off of kikat the noun for blood. And then when you mix that with the prefix of timna, the heart, um, timna kikatisa, I feel remorse very clean, keenly, or I am bleeding from the heart. Um, so yeah, just mm. some nimipum, uh, uh, some Nespers wisdom, or the people's <laughs> wisdom there for you all. Um, and an, an example of what I was talking about in the way that things are phrased within the language, um, which are like very beautiful. And it goes back to that reference you made about the music found in so many of our indigenous languages. Yes. Yes. So boom. <laughs> I like it. That was a good one. Cut Thank you. Thank you, dictionary. <laughs> it's a big flip from last week to this week. <laughs> right. From lust to love. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, look, this is a holistic approach. Right? <laughs> We're hitting it all. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm just playing. Uh, so, yeah, this you traveled around hella last weekend and all that I will actually be on the go so that's part of the reason why I adjusted my schedule because I'm low-key on the move like my weeks are planned down to the minute right now and it's like okay for a short period of time yet when you really start to stack that in a few weeks it can it can start to wear on your body and your soul so yeah this um this weekend I'm teaching a beadwork workshop uh down in uh just outside of mission um so yeah like the pendleton area uh and i'm looking forward to that it's gonna be like well the the attendance has been restricted you know they're like doing a fraction of the capacity obviously covid masked up um you know each person will have their own workstation all this stuff however Mm -hmm. see i'll be traveling down there uh, and then I have like two more trips outside of that. And then today at work, I got this notification of being like, oh, we're actually looking um, to send you to work uh, for some on-site things. So I'm like, oh my gosh, I already have like my personal travel that's like <laughs> low-key on the verge of stressing me out. And then it's yeah. like, now you also want to throw like work travel on here. Uh, so yeah, that that is part of the reason, like part of the 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 reasoning behind my adjustments too because i'm like oh girl like you are on the move and you're only the pace is only gonna increase so yeah i was gonna say down you act like i am on the move but you are on the move just as much if not more than i am so <laughs> you are booked ish, do ish. not do not let don't let her play the world into all of our listeners she is fully booked and paid okay <laughs> Here and there, you know, I have my moments. Uh, Here and there, okay. Okay. Right. Uh, 
so when you were talking about that and you're like, I wonder how much of like a, a, a effect it has on one's body and this and that. And I was like, oh, girl, right there with you. Like, <laughs> Well, I did Google it and they did say like just like being in the air, like when if someone is to fly, although it's a combination of both for me. But they do say, of course, like being in. Of course, there's a time difference. So that's really what kind of sets okay. your body off is by going from time zone to time zone. But also they said when you're in the air, there's something with the, like the frequency or something that really takes a toll on your body. I'm like, I don't really want to get this deep into it, it, but okay. Yeah. So yeah. I didn't read all that scientific information, but they did say that is a thing too. But it didn't surprise me. Yes, I believe it. Um, you know Erica Badu's album? Is it Baduism, the live album? I can't remember. Yeah, there's um, uh that I was listening to and when she's uh when she's in the song on and on, uh and then she does like a little breakdown of uh like what she's talking about. Oh yeah, it's just Erica Badu live, that album. That's the one that I was listening to. Uh, mm-hmm. Anyway, she talks about in that song on and on, uh, my cipher keeps rolling like a mo, my cipher keeps moving like a Rolling Stone. So like her cipher, like a circle, um, and keeps moving like a Rolling Stone. She does this whole breakdown about like you know how like the Rolling Stone, the Earth is moving at a certain axis, and we are also rotating at that same axis. And by that, you know we're we're tuned into the frequencies, and you know, and we even talked about this two weeks ago, I believe, with like the word vibe. And how it may also have like roots or like a association with vibration and vibrational and like the frequencies that are happening around us because, you know, gravity itself is electrical. Um, Mm -hmm. The thing that's holding us down, it's this electrical system that's created by frequency uh, and all the other things, you know, so it's obviously our bodies, our minds, our everything are shaped by this force. Uh, And, you know, that's why when astronauts go out of of, of, of that atmosphere, you know, their body composition literally changes because we mm-hmm. are so connected to this wattis, to this land, uh, and to the access, into the pool, into all the frequencies. So you mentioning that part about being in the air and traveling in different ways and like the, the frequencies and like the vibrations, whatever it may be, uh, contributing. I'm like, duh, like, I don't know why I didn't think of that before, you know? Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, you got to you got to take a major zoom out <laughs> to, to get to that level, I guess, of thinking. Uh, however, once you said it, I was like, oh, yeah, that makes all the sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I wasn't surprised. I was like, yeah, I'm sure that's definitely a huge thing, too, especially for basically feeling like you have jet lag all the time. And I'm like, mm-hmm. that's, that's my life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Oh, but, um, I love it. I do want to say this before Please do. we close is I want to say, and not that we're closing right now, but I do want to just, okay. I do just wanted to say um, to rest in paradise to Colin Powell. He passed this Monday, October 18th. He was 84 years old um, and it was due to COVID complications. Um, but for those of you who don't know Colin Powell or who he is, he is the, he's a former U.S. Secretary of State, a prominent figure in the black community because he obviously was the first black U.S. Secretary of State. Um, but yeah, he was just a very straightforward individual who had commendable leadership qualities. Um, but I just want to kind of throw that out there to Mr. Powell. Wow. Oh, and side note. <laughs> totally 360. Did you see that Kanye changed his name? 
all respect to Mr. Powell. I swear. I know I 360 that really fast, but it's just kind of dawned on me because I couldn't even give the man a moment of silence. So let me just. There was a moment in there. There definitely was. Okay. And I'm trying so hard not to laugh right now because I'm, I'm also seeing your not reaction, wanting to be disrespectful. Which made me feel so However, bad. Like, let's just cut off. Cut off the show right now. Cut it off. I'm done. I quit. We flipped the table. Low-key, wait, wait a second, though. This is the best callback because low-key, it does kind of go back to my point about sometimes some of the craziest things come out of, like, the super saddest situations, you know, where it's, like, these very, like... Well, I knew you'd have an opinion on it, and I was like, I don't want to go because I want to know your opinion real quick. Well, I'm low-key embarrassed in, in, in a little bit ways, too, because, like, I, I did hear the yay announcement. However, I did not hear about Mr. Colin Powell's passing. Um, yes. So, yeah, my jaw literally hit the floor. Well, not the floor and not literally because we saw it. it. It opened about an inch and a half, maybe yeah. two. We saw it, though. Um, <laughs> you know, trying to be careful how I use that word literally because, you know, how we use it. Moral is, yes, again, uh, full respect and full honor. And again, uh, uh, sending prayers to the family of those, uh, to the family and, and friends and those who who knew him and were connected. Um, and, and just, you know, honoring uh, the journey that he had here and the journey that uh, will continue um, in whatever form that may be. So, yes, yes, all true honor and respect fully and completely. And <laughs> yes. thank you so much for sharing that because, yeah, that was absolute news to me. Let's go ahead and just take <sighs> yes. my little section out so no, it never. can be a smooth and transition. <laughs> and then you said what I should have said. <laughs> here I am. So did you hear about Kanye? So, you know, we can, we can just take that joke out and make it just smoothly blend from me to you. You know, I'm going to be mad. You know? <laughs> At some no, point, I'm, we need to get these bloopers together because I wish the world could see Kellen's reactions and facial expressions. There's so much I try to hold back or I bust out laughing and I probably sound crazy, but it's because he literally moves his head a good foot away from his mic to make some sort of facial expression. And so, um. uh, well, I did learn from last week because we did have that moment last week that I actually, once it did happen, I was hoping that it got caught on camera. It didn't because the Zoom was on speaker view rather than gallery view. So before we started recording today, I made sure that we were on gallery view. So if any like thing did happen today, at least hopefully we would both be on screen to see it so that it would actually come to a, you know, to to, to be able to see again. Uh, and I however, wish yeah. we caught it. And for you, those of you who don't remember, when Kellen, was, uh, I, when Kellen told someone to shut the F up at the top of his lungs, veins bulging from his neck, and I'm like, oh, I wish I could post this right now. I, I wish everyone could see it. <laughs> Well, because I forgot. So as it happened, like I was like, "Oh yeah, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna like cut my mic off for a second. I'm gonna take care of this thing. It's not gonna disturb Michaela by any means." I forgot that you can completely see everything that I'm doing. Um, I literally stopped talking, and I was like, "All right, I gotta laugh." Watching your reaction back was the most hilarious thing ever. Just like I didn't have to see what I was doing. Just watching the change in your eyes was like. Pure comedy. Oh, so good. Um, however, yeah, then, uh, you know, I don't know if you've ever gotten any of these comments. However, uh, uh, talk about a possible visual uh, part of a QTP. 
So maybe like a 25th anniversary, we can we can like, actually put right, on a like face or something. Years? No, 25th uh, episode. I said anniversary. Oh, there you go. You did. I'm uh, like Kellen. Maybe like a milestone <laughs> <shriveled> episode. Up. <laughs> <laughs> Not shriveled up. <laughs> I mean, I hope we can keep this going. Don't get me wrong. Right. Hope I didn't let any people down out there who was hoping right. for the 25 year reunion, but the like, oh, 25 year anniversary. We only got 23 <laughs> more years left of quantum theory. Y'all better get on it now. <laughs> I'm not listening to you for that long. <laughs> oh, I'm just playing. Um, yeah, because yeah, I wonder. I wonder how that would process too, uh, because <laughs> because a lot does come across just in, in our conversation. Yet, yeah, I I love that we get to experience a visual aspect. Uh, <laughs> yes. I think that's probably what brings the heart out in the show. Really, oh, uh, for sure, for sure. I just wish they could see what we see. <laughs> One day. Uh, well, I mean, once we start, you know, when, if you guys want to slide us a couple dollars, there's no problem. Because then, you know, we get a, get a production team and make this thing really pop yes. up so you can see us. Ooh, <laughs> yeah, like a dope little studio. We come together, yep. record yep. the episode. Oh, that'd be cute. I'd be about yes. that. Yeah, it's no, kind of like uh, Monique and Real really Housewives. We're going to walk to our little studio with our little coin and our right. meat furs and our glasses. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? Oh my gosh. Mine would be Otter First, nay. Uh, <laughs> just Ermine First. Uh, I got a whole buffalo robe with yeah. the head on and everything. Yeah. Just silk ribbon, ribbon, just yeah. everywhere. <laughs> none of that uh, none of that satin stuff. I'm talking nope. vintage uh, <laughs> vintage uh, Venetian silk ribbon um, yep. on my custom beaded and uh, you know, elk ivory uh, overcoat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got my buffalo hide with the bald eagle sitting on my shoulder. <laughs> Carries my coat away when I go in, brings my coat right back. <laughs> this is so bougie. <laughs> oh so my bougie. gosh. Oh, I aspire. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I'll probably, yes, I have like my platform <laughs> heel, fully beaded, uh, fully fringed. Oh there my gosh! Go. So excited! So Got excited for this day. Akuma's on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, I want to thank all my fans from Switzerland. This <laughs> 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 right. is not even booked in America. <laughs> who do you Yo, think you are? International. Do you I'm know who it. I am? <laughs> <laughs> you think this is a game? <laughs> right. Sending you know who my listeners like... are. <laughs> Not even in the right country. Oh my gosh. like, um, Kellen, all these links that you sent me are to uh, Swiss news media. Yeah, get to know. Like, <laughs> you see me on that billboard over there? <laughs> Seriously. I'm playing. It's on the back of a bathroom stall or something. Oh, no. Calling it a billboard. You see my billboard at PK's? <laughs> if you don't know, you better get to know. Okay. Oh, my gosh. Right. Just sponsors oh. all in Swedish. Oh, my gosh. That's hilarious. We'll <laughs> yes. Boom. Well, again, it was spoken. Therefore, you know, the universe is conspiring with us. It's manifesting. <laughs> I'm pretty sure no one's going to want to know us on a personal level. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my gosh. Too good. Well, thank you for the last. Again, always oh, such good medicine for the heart. Yes, for sure. For sure. Uh,
everybody for tuning in today. As always, it's a pleasure to be here with my crew, simply talking our Black Native talk like we do. There's a whole lot more for us to discuss, though, so stay locked in. You can check out our episodes on quantumtheorypod.com, and feel free to send in any topics, questions, or small business shoutouts to our socials, and you might just hear us discuss it on air. Our IG handle is at quantumtheorypod, and you can also find us on facebook.com backslash quantumtheory. So be kind to yourself out there, know that you're a boss, and drink plenty of water. Kotskiyapihechnu. See you next time.